Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 89 for the 29th of August, 2008. Well, hi James. Hi Ian, how's it going? I'm doing very well for couch episode number 89. And we're on the world's largest couch, could be a record. It doesn't get couch. much better than this, unless I was actually on the moon, I don't think I could get much further away, so <laughs> I'm in uh, Canberra in Australia. Canberra is the moon, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, pretty much, it's, it's pretty similar in terms of, well, some people might say. Um, <laughs> Life, anyway. <laughs> but uh, it's where my um, family are hanging out, so that's where I am this week. And where are you? Good. I'm in uh, sunny Southampton. Nice. Except it's, uh, I was lying, it's not sunny. But um, anyway, well, let's, this is not about the weather. This is about the latest in media and digital technology um, with a bit of a focus on business news, technology news. What else? Content delivery. Got uh, some stuff happening in mobile. Mm-hmm. Gaming is also a big one. We've got uh, some news fresh out of the, uh, the Leipzig Gaming Conference, which has Fantastic. got lots of new announcements of funky games and things. And, uh, and maybe some other news. Any other stuff that might occur to us. Indeedy. So we'll look into that. But uh, kicking off, as you know, our regular listeners will realise I'm a bit of an Apple fanboy. So I was mm-hmm. shocked to read that Steve Jobs wasn't dead. Um, <laughs> so what happened here? Like, <laughs> Well, some Muppet at Bloomberg apparently released uh, the, uh, the kind of obituary for Jobs when he mm-hmm. wasn't dead. Um, ah, right. And... <laughs> and they sent a bit of an apology out saying, terribly sorry. <laughs> sorry, he's it, not uh, dead. <laughs> he's not actually dead. Uh, an intern must have been looking at it uh, or revising it and bang. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. <laughs> we've, all that, we've, all sent, we've all sent emails to the wrong person by mistake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess this was just probably a little bit to send it out on the wire. It's probably a bit, uh, a bit of a career limiting move, let's say. So I suspect, <laughs> That's right. I suspect that person is now not working there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what happened to the Apple share price. I, I guess maybe <laughs> it they, probably they, plummeted through the floor. Yeah, yeah. There was <laughs> lots of sell talk on, about uh, on Apple stock. Uh, <laughs> most most uh, most media organisations have uh, a collection of obituaries for people that are not dead yet, in the anticipation that at some point they might actually die. Well, that's uh, so, a bit of a certainty. Everyone does die. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, so it's not uh, it's not inconceivable that uh, there would be an obituary for Steve's Steve Jobs along well, with lots of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is why they can kind of knock these things out with all the research associated with it pretty much whenever they kind of drop off the twig. But uh, <laughs> Drop off the twig. There you go. <laughs> Generally, I mean, Steve, you do wait till they die before you tell everybody about it. Exactly. It's always a bit embarrassing to pop it out a little early. So the, anyway. Um, so what else is going on? Um, a little bit of news that popped out today was quite interesting, I think, from from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I guess I've lumped it into business news. There's Comcast, um, who's obviously one of the major cable operators and ISPs in the US, mm-hmm. has put a has declared yes, they do have a cap on there because previously they we, they've had kind of unlimited bandwidth, and people have said, oh, it's not right. really unlimited, it's uh, capped. And now they've actually said yes, there is a cap, but it's 250 gigabytes. Two hundred fifty gig. That's which enormous. Is just. I mean, I, I have a cap at my home, and mm-hmm. mine is, I think, 12 gigabytes. <laughs> um, right. And do you uh, ever reach your cap limit? Apparently, well, no. I mean, this is, I think I talked on a previous episode, I was having a dialogue with my ISP when I was about to sort of 
move services mm-hmm. and I had to ask them you know what do I actually use because I don't they don't really give a user interface um, to see what mm. you're using mm. and they said I was only using about 10 so mm. I thought okay I'll, I'll, I'm happy with a 12 cap um, okay but 250 but, uh, is monstrous at 250 that's enormous like if you're using 250 gig you're doing doing some serious dodgy things dodgy things yeah absolutely I mean, that's that's yeah, like, when you're using it for I mean you're either using it for very dodgy stuff or you're using it for business purposes uh, yeah. In my mind. Either way. I mean. I mean, how much can you fit on a, like a DVD is like, is that nine gig? Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. well, double sided. Yeah. I mean, so, that's. And a Blu-ray is 40 gig, something <laughs> like that. So. so that's like five Blu-ray discs or uh, a good 25 DVDs worth of content. Mm. Mm. That's a, a lot of, I mean, that's, I, I guess if you think about it, it's 10 gigs a day, maybe a bit less, eight, eight gigs a day. So it's your entire usage every day, your entire mm. monthly usage every day. <laughs> but I guess the speeds are a lot higher as well. So potentially that would just right, mean okay. your up, I mean your upload speed. I was talking to one of our listeners uh-huh. um, early in the week, and he said he gets like a two megabit upload speed. Wow, that's not bad. So I don't know if it's bi-directional. Right. Um, anyway, it's just you know putting the the cards on the table. This is a limit. Mm. Um, which is it would be interesting to see what the pushback is from that because it's obviously quite new news. Mm. I guess that um, uh, means that some people are, in fact, uh, exceeding that limit. You know, I mean, if they've had to enforce something like that, then then that must mean there's some people that are, that are you know, going past the 500 I don't know. I mean, enforcement is one thing. I know in the UK, they just say that if you go over the limit, they reserve the right to charge you, but they won't right. necessarily. I mean, they just... They won't necessarily want. do that. Exactly. But it mm. is, you know, as we spoke before, it's like saying, in, in my, from my perspective, it's like saying, oh, no one's allowed to go to the moon without a license. <laughs> it's like well big deal uh, yeah exactly <laughs> so there are other problems mm-hmm. you know? uh, but I suppose that means they, they at least set a, a benchmark and they can bring it down so mm, that's and, right. and that means if someone's going to deliver HD movies like to the Apple TV over mm, the top true. of the internet true. on that service then you know the, the person buying those HD movies would presumably start thinking once or twice about it um, mm-hmm. but there's still quite a few HD movies that's a lot of HD. That's a lot of everything. If you watch one HD movie, say in 720p, I don't know if that's going to be about 10 gigs arbitrarily. Uh-huh. You could watch, you know, one every day. Um, yep. I mean, I can't would, imagine you watching mm. one movie every day. Uh, well, no, that's one. I mean, but that's a DVD quality movie, I guess, you know. But if you yeah, watch true. an HD one, then it'd be significantly more bandwidth. So. Yeah, true. Anyway, very, very kind of interesting, I suppose, to see what, what happens there. Um, technology news now mm-hmm. I thought this was quite interesting I guess we haven't stuck it in the, the phone system but everyone now is raging about you know the what could be the new kind of iPhone killer what would it need to mm. have what would it take um, to actually do something yeah and I've seen it one uh, the T3 magazine which some of you may have seen in the UK they had one saying like the one phone which was essentially like an Apple iPhone but actually had a proper keyboard that slid out alright um, this takes the idea a bit further forward mm-hmm which this is what they've called this the ply design phone mm-hmm. um i guess ply must come from because it looks like plywood um okay I can't <laughs> or a deck of cards it's got i mean i can see what's mm-hmm. doesn't come well on the podcast obviously but there are <laughs> six layers on the phone uh-huh. um and these include uh there's you know it does printing scanning there's a gamepad that pops out there's a phone yeah, keypad that pops out there's a mm-hmm. keyboard that pops out um you can projector. also sort of snap it open to produce mm-hmm. some kind of projector. Um, Fantastic. 
So it's a, a pure concept because I don't really mm. think you could squeeze all those things in there. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's good to try these things and see what um, see what people will pick know, up. I guess you could have a one of the layers could be nano machines which just do whatever you want them to do. <laughs> That's um, right, and uh, self configure to uh, yeah instantaneously solve whatever problem. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that might work. But uh, I think it's it's great to see people kind of pushing the envelope and say, what do actually people want to do? Mm, mm. Um, what in fact is, you know, what what does design mean uh, these days? What do we need to do to make people interested in yeah. what we've got, given that we don't have the Apple brand name to do something with it? Mm. No, it's uh, an interesting thing. So, but I don't know if that, the projectors in phones, I still think is a bit, it's kind mm. of an idea. I, I believe in the kind of Neil Stevenson snow crash thing. If there was a laser projector and it could just project into your eyes. Directly into your eye, yeah. But other than so, that, all you're going to do is really be annoying people with um, stuff on buses that you shouldn't be projecting, I guess. <laughs> exactly. I did notice there wasn't a pop-out bass woofer on this one. <laughs> Just to, the speakers seem to be absent, but I guess they're mm. looking at, you know, it's all NXP style um, yep. surface cool. speakers and stuff. Um, right, moving into content delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is a, there's a, an outfit called We7. Um, mm-hmm. What did they do? Well, I'd never really heard of them, um, but apparently they offer a free music service um, as long as people can take advertising. So they, I think, Sounds they like a radio put, station to me. Yeah, but on the internet, I suppose. Okay, right. Um, and I think you can also download tracks as well. But again, they've got uh, right. ads in them. So, mm-hmm. all right, okay. But uh, basically, the guy uh, was commenting the. Their CEO was commenting. He said, "You know, iTunes has done a great, uh, a great job in raising the profile of legal downloads." Mm. And I guess they say, "You know, that yeah. helps them." But I'm, I've never heard of Wii Seven at all. Um, which well, is the Wii Seven boss is an award-winning technology entrepreneur, apparently. Well, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that he means. says, "As a technologist, I keep." Putting up the warning that the difference between streaming and downloading will be undetectable within the next iteration of technological change. Yet the music industry is hell bent on producing models based on these fading technological differences. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. When like when bandwidth is ubiquitous and you know we go beyond three G, and whether mm-hmm. you've stored it locally or you download it when you need it, then yeah, well, what's the difference? That's a good it is point. irrelevant if everything's connected. It really doesn't matter. Mm. But I mean, I guess he's he's alluding and to the fact enough. that the the content owners, the record labels, mm-hmm. basically have only have sort of models which mean you 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 own it, so you buy it, or yep. you can stream it. They're mm. not they're not distinguishing, and they're charging yeah. different rates for those. Right, I see. Um, mm. But uh, no, I, I guess that's his his angle. Really, he just wants to get better pricing. And I have heard other stories about how the um, the music industry, the Recording Industry Association of America, is is looking to change mm-hmm. the way it, it does charge for streaming right. services which could effectively uh-huh. put out of business a lot of internet radio stations all right have you got a, a gizmo that does you know tunes into inf- um internet radio other than because mm, i know you can now buy hardware than, wi-fi connected thingies that do that yeah no not other than uh, itunes yeah i i did see a, i did see one the other day that uh so i was looking for a new dab like the digital radio oh yeah uh, in the uk and uh, mm-hmm. saw one that had dab and Wi-Fi internet radio, mm. uh, but I wasn't quite sure what you'd actually get if you if you bought one of these things. Well, I guess I mean, for you, radio. you could probably listen to an Australian radio station, for instance, in the UK mm-hmm. if okay. it was streaming. I guess 
um, mm-hmm. and there are a number of index services that, that do that so and I know other people who if they move overseas they want to listen to their old local radio station if they stream it it's relatively easy to do yeah so. that's true I mean I was actually driving through Canberra tonight mm-hmm. listening to the radio and uh, they had uh, uh, people could call in and say things to their friends and uh, someone was calling in from New Zealand to talk to give a message to her boyfriend uh, who had just moved here a few months ago and she uh, she was listening to the radio uh, like a Canberra radio station in New Zealand over the internet. So, yeah, so I guess people do do it. You were more shocked that they had the internet in New Zealand to me. <laughs> well, no, apparently they even have electricity as well. Wow. So. Occasionally. Surprise, um, surprise. Very, very good. So um, also in kind of content delivery news, we've got some news about Blu-ray. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's fairly obvious in my mind. They're saying, well, Blu-ray is going to be big at Christmas. Um, well, <laughs> You know, well, last well, year it wasn't no, HD wasn't big because there was a choice. People mm-hmm. were going to HD or Blu-ray, mm-hmm. so you know, it has to be bigger this year. Um, mm-hmm. The players are now dropping in price, and the uh, the disc association smaller is smaller and uh, yeah. much more, much more. Bent. I mean, the the first Blu-ray players were like, I mean, they were like PCs, like media center PCs, and they were all run, they were very slow. And the PS3 was clearly mm. the best. Um, I've mm. heard some stuff about even the media production facilities were in trouble because obviously people were one of the advantages of HD DVD was that it was easier I think to upgrade your your um, DVD plant to an HD DVD plant because you could use some of the same machines mm. so people right. were hoping that was going to be successful but now it's gone for Blu-ray nobody's got the kit to replicate the discs so mm. it's taken time to get that in place in each continent and so right. that's why there hasn't been much in the way of media appearing but that will no doubt happen in time for Christmas um, there mm. certainly don't seem to be a huge amount of movies doing simultaneous release in Blu-ray at the moment um, right. but I, you know, I think it's going to be good there was also a bit of news I saw um, we talked I think last week about Echo Star doing full HD in their set-top boxes mm-hmm. in the US and yeah. they were claiming that it was as good as Blu-ray and the Blu-ray Disc Association were saying no, no it's not <laughs> it's because uh, they well. you know obviously they're doing um multi-pass variable bit, bit rate quality encoding yeah. whereas obviously broadcast environments tend to use single pass um, mm-hmm. encoding so it's not going to be as good uh, and obviously Blu-ray gives you far no. more options as well um, mm. there was also some talk about the 3D TV as well Blu-ray thinking oh, right. whether they could encompass 3D TV on the Blu-ray disc format now that would be cool. That would be. I would. I reckon that would be. That would be quite. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, but the jury's out about which is the best. You know, three D technology. Is it? Do you mm. do you need to wear the funky I didn't glasses? Know there were that many kicking around as yet. I mean, and there's the Philips three D technology, which mm. I've seen at a few of the shows. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it's all very low resolution stuff. Like you can you can actually see the pixels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even on a TV, so it's like yeah, it's three D, but uh, but it's big in the cinema at the moment. You see. A lot of cinema production is yeah, coming out in three D, but you have to wear right. the funky glasses, either the polarized specs funky or glasses. the um, mm-hmm. the red and green jobs. So, mm. um, so we'll, mm. we'll watch and learn. I mean, uh, I, I had a quick trip into uh, a uh, electronics retailer here in here in Australia just to see what was happening, uh-huh. and uh, there's still only a like probably half the flat screen TVs are full HD, and the rest are either ten twenty four seven sixty eight or Mm. 1966. But is that so probably because even, people just don't know? Um, well, they actually make it pretty clear about what they can do, but uh, mm. like I'm just looking at this, the specs on each kind of outline on each TV, but uh, 
Yeah. You know, when we're not even at the point where if you if you got a, an actual Blu-ray full HD uh, disc, yeah. you're not even going to see the best of it on something that's only only displaying slightly more than what DVDs were, were displaying. So, yeah, this is true. I mean, I you think, need to have uh, a bigger screen. It's got a way to go yet. I finally got my projector back. By the way, I've now got my. Oh, did it? Did it work? No, it work? still. Uh, they've upgraded the firmware and given me a new motherboard, apparently, but it still won't hook up to my right. PS3, which is most annoying. Oh, what a so, pain! Um, but I can still get quite a nice uh, um, 2.4 meter wide screen up there. It looks very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you've got your new screen. Yeah, well. yeah. Cool. So, so it does look quite cool. I did watch um, nice. Casino Royale in Blu-ray, um, but obviously I'm using an analog input to the projector, so. Mm-hmm. Still, but my eyes are... Still, that's not too bad. It's, it's still, too it's still HD, isn't not it? It's just, just, uh, yeah. just analog. Nice. Mm. Um, oh, anyway, so back to this article on Blu-ray. They're saying that yeah. uh, basically Blu-ray is going to start to take over from DVDs. And uh, in 2012, the DVD will still lead, but only by 56% to 44%. And Blu-ray will be doing the rest. So uh, come on, 2012. Well, they have to drop the price a bit, I think, still. Because, I mean, you can now get I mean, DVDs... Um, kind of like long tail or hits of two years ago mm-hmm. are now mm-hmm. you know, impulse buy. It's the same price as a couple of cans of Coke mm-hmm. or something. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, with the whole HD thing, like, uh, you know, the, the, the Beijing Olympics, yeah. there was a big push to have everything HD for the Beijing Olymp- Olympics. You know, that was the big thing. Um, do you think that had an impact on people buying HD or using HD? Maybe I think it was a it was a good excuse for people to upgrade the TV because again it's quite a quite a big purchase for most households, mm. um, and I certainly think certainly in the UK we've seen as more HD content becomes available and people people see it they realise that they need mm. a better display or they they buy it at the mm. same time. Um, so yeah, I think HD is, is definitely a, a replacement cycle, um, mm-hmm. but that assumes you've got a 1080i or 1080p capable display from the beginning and that needs to be quite large yeah. so again European homes I think a 42 inch screen is probably as big as most of them can take yeah exactly um, so uh, hmm, hmm, very indeed. interesting um, mobiles what mobile news you've got a thing hmm. here about how mobile phone sales um, are having some problems or not as it's not growing as well, much is it just uh, a Maturity in the market? According or? to the uh, the analysts, mm-hmm. uh, the global mobile phone sales will exceed 1.2 billion handsets this yeah. year. Uh, although apparently that's uh, the acceleration that, that uh, sales have had over the last few years is actually starting to slow. Economic conditions are starting to bite. Lots of people saying, well, you know, my phone's perfectly acceptable now. I don't really need to go out and buy the latest one. Yeah, and the environmental thing as well. And recycling of phones. There must be a significant recycling of phones going on. Well, there's got to be there's got to be literally hundreds of millions of phones every year that get thrown in the bin. Well, I think they're recycled, aren't they? I mean, I've yeah. sent a few off to various places where they recycle them and um, and right. send them out. And, and there was a talk, I think, last year we were talking about this, and they were saying that it's the low-end phones that are seeing the most growth. So it could be a kind of a polarized right, so market, the high end, like iPhone style phones uh-huh. growing significantly or, or you know, the market's changing. And at the very low end where they're moving into third world mm-hmm. countries where they just need communication, they're not interested in any of the other stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's mm. a fair point. Nokia have apparently led the second quarter of growth with uh, mobile sales of around 120 million phones. Mm. And they're up to 39.5% of the market Slightly up from thirty six point seven percent had the same period last year, mostly I think because 
uh, Motorola have pretty much dropped yes, out of the market. Yeah, understandably. And uh, Nokia have picked mm. that up. Samsung followed with about 46 million handsets, and it's gone up from 133 to 15.2% rise. And, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Motorola have around 30 million handsets sold, market share of about 10%. Mm. Dropping from fifteen percent, so there you go. That's but, where but, uh, all the I mean, North America and Europe is only about uh, just under was under a third of the handset shipped in the quarter. So it's really it's Asia, it's India, China. It's Asia, it, yeah. That's where the that's where the growth is wow. coming. That's where, um, yeah, yeah. So mm. we'll look into that. Uh, I mentioned in the intro, we've got lots of kind of gaming style news. Um, mm. So what's, what's the goals? Um, there's a new new PlayStation Portable announced, um, which is oh really? Uh, Ooh, what got does it a do? slightly brighter screen allegedly, maybe, but it could be just a different covering on the screen. It's got a microphone built in and it's uh-huh. a bit slimmer, and that's coming out in September. Right. So the PSP three, okay. I think it's called, um, which is I guess having having that okay. uh, microphone built in is a, is a plus, obviously. So that's a mm. nice thing, yeah. So does that mean you can make phone calls or internet phone calls well, on it? Well, maybe. I mean, Skype, I think, is available Skype, in some markets, certainly in the UK. So, I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll mm-hmm. dip into another PS3 thing. If I get the, the Play TV, then I've got you know, Slingbox capability at home mm-hmm. to watch UK TV wherever you are. Yeah, exactly. Then you can record stuff and then take it yeah, on the go. You can watch live, I think, as well, I believe. But um, remains nice. to be seen to give that a, give that a try. Mm-hmm. Um, Leipzig... Uh, you you've seen? Did I send you these, or did you pick these out? They're quite wacky. I think yeah, you sent me these. Um, ones. A few new kind of add-on things for games, and I think that basically, mm-hmm. when I've got one of these Sony iToy things, which is it? I'm not sure it's called an i. It's called a PSI PS3i camera. I think it's called. Um, and basically, right. I've got it, but it doesn't seem to do anything on the PlayStation Three unless you they come out with some yeah. rubbishy game with playing cards or something you put on the floor. Yeah. Playing cards. There's yeah, a couple right. of new titles that were, I guess, showcased and announced. Um, one was having a sort of a, a plastic sword, which the iToy, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. green, I think, or something. And the iToy recognizes mm-hmm. it as an item, and you can basically, it, uh, it does some on screen Sony magic and turns it into a fiery blade or makes it glow in a funny way and you have wow. to move the sword around That's to actually cool. fight the monsters and stuff so mm-hmm. um, cool so this is kind of like a Wii thing but without the actual accelerometers it's actually using yeah, the visual I think it's, the, it's a dumb you know, it's just a bit of you know, plastic yeah. and foam I think I don't think there's anything else yeah. so presumably you have to sort of <laughs> put down the, uh-huh. the controller and pick up the sword <laughs> which seems a bit odd so it looks like it'll just be used as almost a gimmick in as part of it Mm. Um, the other mm. funky thing, which you, if you haven't seen the uh, the demo online, you need to look at because it's quite funny, uh, is the iPad, mm. which basically yeah, what's that about? Well, it's it seems to sort of put a picture of you on the screen along with a little kind of avatar uh-huh. of a some kind of furry pet that mm. you can design, um, but <laughs> right. you can actually play with it and it interacts with you kind of touching it and all this kind of stuff oh, obviously right. you're not really touching it okay so it uses the eye toy to see you and it, it responds to your actions uh, with a virtual yes, pet so on the you screen. can like, tickle the pet or you can okay. and you can edit the pet as well i think by sort of pulling its features around and legs mm-hmm. and things like that um Ooh. 
but it, I mean, it just it looks like a, a concept video to me I'm not sure you know, the reality of it is because obviously right. you've got no no touch and it's one of those things that looks good to watch but I'm sure they kind of did the yeah. actors just do things and then they they superimpose the pet on afterwards but I mean right. I'm yeah, not sure I'd buy that as a game but it might be amusing as a download or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's right you might have a play with it for five minutes yeah, but uh, yeah not go too far with that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, the, I mean, the PlayStation Three stuff. I think uh, it's an eighty gig PlayStation Three, which is a hot ticket item. I think as well in the UK. Um, mm. Well, I mean, they started off with just twenty. Yeah. Gig, well, if you're going to do they, so media delivery and download, you need a bigger, bigger disc. No question. You do, especially if it's HD oh, downloads. Yeah. You need, you need the space. But uh, not available in the shops quite yet. So we shall see. Um, okay. And you, you went out to try and buy some HD winning Oz, didn't you, to look around? Is, are they doing 720p at Foxtel or is it 1080? Mm, I'm not really sure don't because I don't, uh, <laughs> get, don't get into any particular specifics on the actual... Uh, well, it talks about it talks about 1080i and 720p, but it, it doesn't... Mm. Um, it just says that Foxtel HD Plus will support both and uh, it supports whatever the producers intend it to be. <laughs> it's a bit vague. So... <laughs> It's just a bit mm. vague, uh, but um, I went uh, went past a Foxtel stand, and asked a few questions about uh, what sort of services they have, and they've got um, uh, what about seven channels in HD? Is this now? A kind of in the mall? They have a, like a, uh, a pop ups thing in the middle of the mall with Foxtel in it, or yeah, yeah, exactly with some screens. Sorry, five channels in HD. They've got Fox Sports HD and ESPN HD in one, mm. uh, in, which is called HD Sport, and they've got HD Explore, which is BBC HD. Discovery HD and National Geographic HD, as long along with some uh, box office and uh, near VOD uh, HD services. Mm. But uh, it's quite an interesting uh, little device. They've got the IQ Plus, which does uh, the HD stuff, uh, along with I think, I think it's got I don't know how many tunes it's I got. I think there's about five in it. It's quite hunky, so it can do lots of preemptive stuff. And the user never has is faced with a screen that says you can't do this because service XYZ is incompatible. Um, which is mm, that's uh, nice. which is good, but I guess one of the challenges down in Australia is there's very it, one there are very few satellites over that kind of orbital position that have mm. a good footprint over Australia. So uh, yep, so I think they're pretty much waiting for the next Optus satellite. I think it's called mm-hmm. D one, uh, which uh, will enable a whole ton more bandwidth for this these sort of services. At the moment, it's uh, the difficulty with uh, the C one satellite is that. Um, it's pretty much full right. already now. It's only been launched, uh, no, probably, probably three or four years now. Uh, but all, the, I mean, within launch, uh, everything had been taken up with all the services they were about to go up there. So well, I just hope that's successful. Not much yeah, space for yeah. HD. Well, as always, hopefully this the satellite flies successfully and that'll be all okay. And then you can have your folks can watch far more HD. Do they have a big HD set? Uh, no, they're just thinking about it now. And, and this is why we went Ooh, to the... Sure electronics store to have a look around and, and I'm trying to explain the difference between you know how many pixels and what it means and <laughs> and, um, and my mother's going yes but they're all black and I'm going well that's kind of the way it is and she's right every single set was black really what so, no pictures uh, on them or oh, well, around the outside <laughs> no, no, you mean this okay. around yeah, yeah, around right, the series, so. <laughs> so it's like hmm yes and all their, their nice painted colours and just not going to match with the whole black thing. So. That's the, what's the lady factor or something. Yeah. Exactly. It's, mm. uh, it's a feminine factor that uh, you know, we, we, we know that uh, 
the female of the household has a very strong uh, say in the buying power of in the buying control of uh, different items so indeed if I missed that one out so pink TVs will be all the rage at Christmas he said very sexistly or even white ones would kind of fit well with the white walls that's all or removable fascias so you can pick the colour of your TV (laughs) yeah yeah that's not a bad idea do they have any of those the Philips uh, ones with the ambilight the ones that change colour no I didn't see those but that would actually be quite nice Mm. on the right wall that would be yeah that's that's another way of looking at stuff Hmm. Well, that kind of brings us to the end of the stories, I suppose. So, uh, certainly does. If anyone has any feedback or news stories for us, please do send them to us on feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. That'd be great. And we'd love to hear from you. We always like to get your letters and uh, sneaky stories. Fantastic. Mm. Well, have a great week, James. Okay, I will I'll do it. You, you have uh, a safe flight back from the land down under. Indeed, I'll catch you in episode 90. Indeedy. Okie dokie. All right, take care. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.